Welcome to the Product Business Podcast. This is your number one podcast for the tips, actions, and insights to make more money from your products while enjoying your life. I'm your host, Amy Wenslow. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. In episode 91, we were talking about design changes that happen when you're going from prototype into manufacturing. And I want to dive into this a little bit more and talk about how to streamline product designs quickly and effectively. I was working with one of our new clients today, and this is someone who was interested in licensing when we first started talking. And then I shared some of the insights and distinctions between licensing and building a product business, and she got really excited at how much easier it could be than she thought it was going to be. And today we were doing our first meeting, we were looking at her product and making some design changes that will do a few things, it'll accomplish a few different initiatives. And so I wanna really dive into this for you. When you are refining a design or you're working on a new product, there are factors that you have to consider that you probably didn't think of yet. So, of course, step one is always get your concept down. In this case, the client has sketches from her patent application, and they've thought a little bit about some of the mechanics, but there are some production issues that are going to happen with the way the product was set up. So the first one like I said, get your concept dialed in, right? The What you think it's going to be. And then one of the advantages to working with a company like ours is that we have a lot of different experience with a lot of different categories of product. And when we were meeting with her, we were able to solve for a technical challenge before she even knew that she would have it. So the second step is to set some criteria when you're refining the design. You want to think about the look of it. Who does the product need to speak to? Who do who needs to look at it and say, "Wow, that looks really cool. I get that that product is for me." Then you want to think through any shapes that may need to be involved or colors. You know, how many colors are you going to do? Um, And then you're thinking about production costs. Now, in this particular case, it was kind of interesting because we were able to take one concept that she had and were able to spin it into about four different products and keep the core product the same so that there's these add-on purchases, which are going to allow her to make more money serving one customer than she would have with her original concept. So it's a really, really great way to optimize the revenue in your business while still serving your customers in a really gorgeous way, right? In a way that feels good to them, that works from all sides, that has integrity to it. So looking at how the product was going to sell and what the production costs were going to be was a big piece. Now, in this particular example, one of the things with the production cost is the assembly of the product. And because I have a lot of background in solving manufacturing defect problems and other kinds of manufacturing issues, 
in taking a step back and looking at what the product execution needs to be and how the product's going to get used, I was able to come up with three different ways to eliminate three different assembly pieces in this project, right? So that the product can be basically molded one time and not have to be assembled the same way. So it'll be a much lower production cost. And the look on her face while we were on this video conference was priceless. She was like, oh, and there was sort of this, whoa, I never thought of it like that. And it still accomplishes the same thing in the project. Now, when you're solving for a problem like this, it's usually coming from a place of more experience than one production method or one way of thinking, right? We were actually able to talk through three different approaches to the same situation and look at what one feels the best, what one is likely to come in at the best production cost, what the tooling costs are likely to turn out to be, And all of that was accomplished very quickly in one meeting, one conversation. So setting your criteria when you're refining your designs frequently leads to better solutions of how to meet the problem for your customer, right? So the third thing after you set criteria is that you have to list all the ideas, right? You have to think it through. And this is usually something I do on paper. When we're working with clients, I take a lot of notes. And we have, okay, here's what the product has to have in it. Here's what the box is going to need to have. Here's, And we get all of those pieces out very fast. But you have to list all the ideas. And then the fourth thing is you have to know when to let it simmer. For example, this piece that I'm talking about with our client from today, we didn't come to the final solution in the meeting, right? It was about a two-hour meeting. We came up with the ideas. Then there's a little bit of research that needs to happen because I'll be talking to our engineering team. And we're letting it simmer for a couple of days to come up with, okay, what do we think the good solution is? And then we'll go into the fifth step, which is specking out the changes. So coming up with, here's the draft. Usually it's done in a drawing or a list of criteria, a list of attributes the product needs to have, maybe what kind of plastic or what kind of materials, how we're going to go about producing it, right? And then the last part is the testing new parts. And that's frequently done with a model of some kind or a prototype. It could be a 3D printed piece. It could be a mock-up. It could be a stitched item. It just depends on what the product is. But that testing the new part is a really good fail-safe to make sure that you're on track, right? And 
when you think about your design process and streamlining your designs so that you can move quickly and effectively, it's worth it at the beginning to double check yourself, to look at it from a new lens and a new perspective. And if you can't do that for your design, then call someone like us where we've done that for thousands of products at this point. And we can look and we can say, okay, here's, here's a way to streamline this. But I want you to think about it in terms of this process. So you have very clearly defined method of approaching your designs because it will save you money and it'll have your project move faster and more effectively with more joy and passion in the process. With that, everyone, I am so glad that that we are able to do this podcast for you. We have some additional guests that we'll be bringing on. And with that, I will sign off for this time Please join us for the next episode. You have just listened to the Product Business Podcast with me, your host, Amy Wenslow. Subscribe, review, and share our podcast on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, or Google Play. Until next time. You have...